You know, it's just occurred to me that I forgot to do my hair. That's pretty sad. Looks fine. Thanks, man. Mm. I actually got you a gift. You got me a gift? Yeah, it's on the uh, arm right behind you. Other way. Guys, it's a Blu-ray of Malignant. <laughs> I was so hoping you didn't see it when you came in. I didn't. It's for you, though. It is? Really? Yeah, do you have it? No. Yeah, it's yours. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the occasion my 4k came in <laughs> hello everyone i'm dalton burdett i'm nick iricchio and we are the movie nights well some of them if you're watching this it's because you want to hear our uncensored unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movies and entertainment news so kick back relax and thank you for being part of the conversation i love how i always get like one third of the way through unfiltered and or uncensored and you go unfit like as i'm saying the word <laughs> it's so funny some overlap it's just a bit i don't have a timing thing it's no no there's no cues you know what that's on me i just <laughs> i, I, I need just, to get I'll, just, hi, I'll hire someone to just stand there with cards <laughs> i just try my best with like a pointer to like <laughs> Now, 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 now. Uh, or no, and then I prank you with a Snellen chart. It's like, hi, I'm Dalton Burdett. E, E, <laughs> E. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well, brother, we're kicking off this shit with the box office, and you fucking know why. Absolutely, you absolutely fucking know why, ladies and gentlemen. So for this, we just did the traditional weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with the Thursday night previews. We didn't do the full holiday weekend. Mm -hmm. Traditional weekend opening <laughs> so you know how we talked about how the minions makes just an absolute metric fuck ton of money absolutely well it did it again and before i get into it i want to let you know remember how i say that the studio's estimates are always pretty conservative and it yep. said it could open anywhere from 60 to 80 mm -hmm. the final opening weekend numbers were 108 <laughs> Y'all, it's Minions Mayhem at the box office! Yes, it is! Minions The Rise of Gru opened to $108 million, and with the four-day weekend, they say it can get over to, like, one, almost 130. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... Gru has, in fact, risen. He has. Coming in at number two... Oh, yeah, whoa, whoa pull up our predictions! Oh, yeah, right. <gasps> I forgot about this. Oh, my oh, God. Wait, Sorry, they're in my backpack, which is in the living room. Wow. Wow, I'll... I'll 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 stall for time. Rather than really stall, the magic of editing, when I clap, he'll be back. So Dalton's predictions, he had number one as Minions, number two as Elvis, three, The Black Phone, four, Top Gun, and five, Jurassic World. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my prediction, which Kyler then in the comments section just said mine are the same as yes, Nick's. Yes, yes. Uh, Minions number one, Elvis number two, Top Gun number three, Jurassic World number four, and Black Phone in fifth. You guys were close. Really? Number one was Minions. Number two, Top Fucking Gun. Top Gun took number two? Went right back up to number two, pulling in another 25 million. Mm -hmm. Number three was Elvis, only dropping in its second weekend 39%. Elvis did. Wow. Pulling in another $19 million. That's incredibly impressive. That's very impressive. Um, coming in fourth was Jurassic World Dominion, dropping in 41%. Fucking hold it. We've been underestimating Jurassic World the whole time it's been in the box office. And coming in at number five was The Black Phone for a horror film, only dropping 48%. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Made another twelve million. Good for that. So I want to dive into the numbers a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, Minions worldwide total is two hundred and twenty-one million dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't have the budget on here, but I'm sure it's pretty expensive. But it's it's <laughs> it's, it's making shmoney. I mean, Lightyear was what two hundred million. Yeah, so Rise of Group. It's making shmoney. Yeah. Top Gun Mavericks worldwide total has gone to one point one billion. It's now at one billion one hundred and eight million. Fine, yeah, you know the shit. Mm-hmm. It has now made a six point five times its budget back. Good job, Paramount. Um, Elvis's worldwide total is now one hundred and thirteen million. Good for Elvis. Part of, partly because of that amazing drop that it had from week one to week two. Yeah. Um, its production budget was 85. It's made 1.3. I think it's on its way to being profitable. Yeah. I think once it once it hits around 2.5 and on, it should be good. Um, let's take another look at Jurassic World Dominion. That has officially crossed 800, 800 million. It's at $828 million Ooh. worldwide. Do you think it makes the stretch? Who here's the thing. It's not slowing down like we've been expecting it would. Yeah. Now, there's the Thor of it all next week. Yeah. But. Okay, but listen, do you, do you think Minion still beats it? No. I don't think. I do I do think it will come in second. Yeah. Which we'll, we'll, get yeah, we'll get to our predictions in a minute. But um, next was Jurassic World Dominion. Again, over $800 million worldwide now. And then lastly, let's take a look at the Black Phone, which had a budget of 19 or 18 or 19 million. Mm-hmm. Has now worldwide made 76. Oh my God, that's incredible! And that's the great thing about Blumhouse—they don't spend it, so they can make it back easy. It's probably going to end up passing 100 million worldwide in its run, which is very big. Which, for a, yeah, which a will be should right? be almost four times the budget. So that's insane. Yeah, good yeah. for Blumhouse. Very, good very for good. Derrickson, yes, and it's a great team. film. It's a great. It's movie. a very good movie. Go watch it. Yeah. But yeah, all right. So let's do our official predictions for next week. You and Kyler only—I think you only flipped up Top Map, Top Gun, and Elvis. I think it's the only thing you got wrong. Minions, Elvis, Top Gun, Jurassic, Black Phone. So, yeah, it yeah, was, it was, mi- yeah. Mix that. So mm-hmm. now this is, let's start, start a new list here. So this is the weekend of the, the 8th. Yes. July 8th weekend. All right, would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? Uh, You go first. I'm go curious. First. All right. So I am going to go. I'm going to go Thor. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go minions. I love that you pretended to think about that. I'm gonna go minions. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go Elvis. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go Jurassic. Okay. Okay. I like your list, and I'm ashamed to admit that Black Phone will probably not be in the top five next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that broke me to, to yeah, kick it off. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's still gonna make some money. It only dropped forty eight percent, like I said. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do one switch up from yours. Okay. Because I think Elvis and Top Gun are gonna keep flip flopping. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go Thor number one. Good choice. <laughs> Minions number two. Good choice. Elvis number three. Okay. Top Gun number four. Jurassic number five. All right. I think it's literally it's one of those. Yes. And I only think because I think Elvis is going to have another small drop. I mean, mm-hmm. small. Thor is going to take a lot of the money. Yeah. So small comparatively, but I don't know. I feel like they're going to keep 
doing it because that's what they've been doing. And Kyler's selection will be in the comments section yes, below we'll, to prove we'll, that he watches the show. We'll find out. Oh, also, I <laughs> also want to point out that um, there was a question that was posed, and I already answered the person directly, mm-hmm. but I just just in case anyone else is wondering out there, the question was posed on the last show. Um, why do we only say some movie nights, like in the beginning of the intro? Like oh, for the movie well, nights. some of them. Yes. That one. Yeah. So long story short, um, movie nights is a lot of things. Part of us is a podcast, part of us is a YouTube channel, but most importantly, our number one thing is we're a film production company. Like, we make short films, eventually we'll make features one day, um, and so many people work on those films, people who are not here, who mm-hmm. don't work on the podcast. And by saying that we are the only movie nights, or if we just said we're the movie nights, I feel like it'd be disingenuous to all of the amazing people who work on our films, and I don't want to say that's just you and me when really there's so many more mm-hmm. amazing people who've worked on those would it be bitching to one day get like 30 people in here and <laughs> be like we're of all it. of them but like that would be cool podcast but, but 30 people yes yes <laughs> but uh but yeah but that that is why just to to point that out so now that um we've unfortunately are done talking about the box office for today let's move on to one of our first stories this comes to us as an exclusive that's a lie. This just, I pulled it from Deadline. I think it was just announced by the studio. <laughs> I was just an autopilot there. Um, you know, recently there's been a lot of franchises based off of nostalgia on older franchises, Top Gun being a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. One of them recently was your favorite franchise of Ghostbusters. Yes. And um, the release date for the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife has officially been announced. It will come to us in Christmas release time of 2023. This is what Deadline had to say. So they're moving. They they're are moving. On that. They are Jeez. moving. The Ghostbusters sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife that Sony teased at CinemaCon in a sizzle reel in which director Jason Reitman and writer Gil Keenan confirmed on Ghostbusters Day, June 8th, is getting a theatrical release of Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. As hinted in the end credits of Afterlife, the next chapter will return to the original film's New York City and Firehouse setting. So... I'm going to pass this one over to you because you're the real Ghostbusters. I mean, I like Ghostbusters also, mm-hmm. but you're you're the Ghostbusters fan yeah. of the group. Thoughts? I mean, I'm excited. I thought Afterlife was so well done, and it played nostalgia, nostalgia very well, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're at the point, too, where they can kind of move past the Ghostbusters. Like, I'm sure they'll have cameos, probably most notably uh, uh, Winston Zeddemore. Yeah. And he'll probably be a big part of it because he was really in the end credit scene. Yeah. Setting that up. But mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to end up moving away a lot from like the, ah, let's do bring all the old people back yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, and, and they did it so beautifully yeah. in Afterlife that I think doing it again would kind of. Exactly. And it's also like if, if like Scream didn't want to have Nev Campbell back. Yeah. It's like the new cast was really good. <laughs> they were it's, good. It sucks. Yeah. But. I'm still, I'm still holding out still hope. Nice. I'm I think still holding out hope. I, I, ho- I hope so. But I, I think that it, it they're moving very fast. I'm happy that uh, Jason is returning again because I thought he did a fantastic job with it. And I'm curious to see where they take it now that they're in New York, what that's going to look like. Is it going to be a much larger scale? Because they didn't really set up the kids. Like, these kids aren't just going to be running around New York yeah, catching ghosts. No. No, I, I, my, I mean, they could be, but... My you know, my thinking is maybe the kid, the smart one, the one from Gifted, 
um the daughter yeah maybe yeah. she gets into college at nyu or something uh they kind of age up a bit yeah or yeah. maybe she since she's so smart like she gets to go early yeah. you know or you know maybe it's just like you know there's gonna be there's so many easy reasons to put someone in new york yeah no there's a bunch no not for them to be but just the the logistics of kids running around new oh york yeah City. yeah no they're and not... it could work if they do it right but yeah it's it, yeah it'd be curious and did they confirm if any cast is coming back is it not officially okay but i uh, but i the main players from the previous film are expected to return okay so like carrie coon paul rudd finn wolfhard yeah and mckenna grace yes that's her, that's name. her name yes and she was the best part dude of that she's movie. an amazing actress incredible like she was great in gifted mm-hmm. she was great in i Tanya, she yep. was great in um, Ghostbusters. There's another. She's in a lot, but there's another one that I can't pull from my brain. But like, I was like, oh, she's in this movie, and she was really good in it. Mm-hmm. It's leaving me, but she's you she's named great. all the ones I knew. Yeah, but she <laughs> but she is great, and yeah. Uh, yeah m- what I'm curious about is the Christmas release time because. Mm-hmm. The market is oversaturated on Christmas. I love going to the movies around Christmas because I get to see like nine new releases. Yeah, and so I'm cu- I'm curious about that choice because I'm not sure when Avatar three's release date is, mm. and I think they're close to the same audience because normally like you'll see a Star Wars movie like a Star Wars blockbuster movie come out and then like a rom com indie yeah will also come out and that movie is for all the people who don't want to go see Star Wars. Who are just like, what else is playing? Yeah. This. Let me go. Like Greatest Showman opened against The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And while it opened really low, it actually went up weekend some weekend to weekends because another audience was like, oh, there's something for us to see as well. So I'm just curious, like with Avatar, because they're kind of similar audiences to me, of like what's going to win that out. And speaking of Avatar, mm-hmm. moving on to our next story, this I'm pulling from Empire as an exclusive. It says it right there in the title. Um, one of the best directors of all time, I think it's fair to say, is James Cameron. The dude is awesome mm-hmm. ever since, you know, The Terminator. The he, Terminator, yes. And, and Piranha. <laughs> you can, you know, I'm sure some people love it. <laughs> but uh, Termi- The Terminator is a fantastic movie. Has mm-hmm. my favorite movie character of all time in it in Kyle Reese. One of my all-time favorite movie characters yeah, ever. Dude, I fucking love Kyle Reese. Huh. That dude rules. And just Michael Bean, the performance, and just the care. It's beautiful. I love it. I love him. <laughs> and, you know, Terminator 2 is an even better film. And then you have Aliens. You have uh, True Lies. You have The Abyss. Just Titanic. Mm-hmm. The first Avatar. Like, one of the greats. Yeah. He. We know that he's been filming a lot of Avatar sequels back to back to back to back. And it's taking a, kind of a toll on him because, according to Empire, he is considering not directing Avatar 4 and 5. I think three might be done filming already. I think they did two and three back yeah, to back, yeah. right? But um, I'm going to go down and pull some quotes from James Cameron here as to what he had to say. It, it, it basically just seems like he hasn't made up his mind yet on it. Mm-hmm. Speaking to Empire in the upcoming world-exclusive Avatar The Way of the Water issue, the legendary filmmaker opened up about his plans for the later movies in the series, including the possibility that he may appoint someone else to bring the saga to its conclusion. Quote, The Avatar film's themselves are kind of an are kind of all-consuming cameron admits i've got some things i'm developing as well that are exciting i'll think eventually over time i don't know if that's after three or after three or after four i'll want to pass the baton to a director that i trust to take over so i can go do some other stuff that i'm interested in or maybe not i don't know (laughs) i fucking 
<laughs> love that. I love it. When Jan- I cannot wait for the press tour. I cannot wait, Nick. I cannot wait for the press tour. <laughs> Whenever there's an old old school, like old director on a press They're tour. They're such savages, They're man. They're so funny. I, I, I've said it on the show before, but my one of my favorite things James Cameron ever said mm-hmm. was he was doing a thing with The Hollywood Reporter in 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. And they were like doing hypotheticals. They were interviewing a ton of people, and he was one of them. And they were like, all right, you get Bob Iger's phone for a day. Who do you call? And he very immediately just went, I don't need Bob Iger's phone. I can call whoever the fuck I want. <laughs> Amazing, right? All the respect. I don't call Bob Iger. Bob Iger, Iger calls, calls me. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much exactly what he said. And uh, he said some other great stuff too. But I, I think this is fun pointing out because he says he's working on other stuff. Yeah. Can you fucking release a Blu-ray of True Lies for the love of God? <laughs> I, there's no Blu-ray copy of it. No? Or The Abyss, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I've ever seen True it's Lies. It's just very good. It's an action comedy with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. And guess say no more. And guess who has a small no guess who else? No, no, you're gonna want to hear this. <laughs> guess who has a small role as an annoying car salesman who's trying to bang Jamie Lee Curtis? Hmm. Bill Paxton. <laughs> good. And it's an incredible movie. It's so good. It's Sounds so good. good. And uh, please make a Blu-ray of True Lies and The Abyss and make a 4K of The Terminator 1. Is that up to, to, to Cameron? I mean, I'm sure he has something to do with it. Fair. Because the fact that there's n- none. Yeah. And and make a better 4K to Terminator 2, please. The one that exists, it could be better. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm sure he has other movies he wants to work on. Mm-hmm. Fine. But, like, if you could just give me those Blu-rays just for personal reasons, that would be really nice. I'd appreciate it. But, uh, but yeah, look, I, I, I think that, you know, some people, I think that he's also kind of giving himself an out just in case two and three don't go so well. Mm-hmm. But um, what if they bomb? What, what, what do uh, you do? What do you do? What you release three because you spent the money. Yeah, you release three. Yeah. Do you think they hold off to see how two does before they even before they do four and five they even touch four? Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. And, and, and also. I am glad, though, because I was getting worried because he's not the youngest person in the world. And I was getting worried, like, oh, the, what we're going to see from him till the end of time is Avatar movies. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't mind because I'm sure they're going to be great. Yeah. But it's like, I, I'm sure he's got something else he wants to do. Right, Nick? So I understand that The Terminator has rebooted itself and ignored sequels three times now. Yeah. But if James Cameron just... And said, I'm doing Terminator 3. And it's going to be Terminator 3. <laughs> I would take a week off of work. <laughs> just to celebrate the news. <laughs> and then take another week off when the film comes out. <laughs> because let me tell you something. At Universal Orlando, they replaced the Terminator 3D show with the Bourne Stuntacular or whatever. Yeah. And the Bourne Stuntacular, it's a very nice looking show. It's fine. It's not exactly a Stuntacular, but that's an argument for another day. <laughs> he falls a couple times. God. And the, the fight scenes are okay. I'm bitter. The reason I'm bitter is because <laughs> James Cameron directed the Terminator live show, like the clips in yeah. the live show. And it's like, we had, we had a little bit of James Cameron's Terminator 3. It mm-hmm. was, it was there. And they just got rid of it. I don't think it's available anywhere. Now, you can watch someone, like a blogger on YouTube, go through it yeah. if you want to watch it that way. But, like, can you can we release a Blu-ray or something with the, the ride shit on it? That would be amazing. 
You know what? I haven't even looked if it's on my 4K. I hope it is. Just like a stage play of the ride. Or just like the cutscenes. Yeah. Beautiful. But, you know, that's an argument for another time. What are your th- I've, I've gone on too long about this. What are, what are your thoughts about James Cameron potentially not doing Avatar 4 and 5? Listen, never apologize for going off on rants about Terminator. All right. Thank you. That, 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 get that out of the way first. <laughs> I don't want to hear that negative talk. Thank you. Two, I mean, would you say that James can I mean, every director has their own style, mm-hmm. right? But certain directors are very like, this is this person's movie. You watch five seconds of a Steven Spielberg movie. You're like, that is a Steven Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that James Cameron has that look across all his movies? Yes. And if so, then is it this four and five director's responsibility to make it a James Cameron movie or to make it their own movie. Not particularly. You know I, what I, mean? I think they can make it their own movie as long as it's consistent story wise yeah. with the other ones, you know, and you know, the reason why you bring on another director is so they can do their thing. You know that like, for example, that's why I never understood like Catherine or Catherine Jesus, a Kathleen Kennedy with the whole Lord and Miller thing. Mm-hmm. Like they hired Lord and Miller got mad when they were being Lord and Miller and then fired them. It's like, now, granted, there are rumors that they agreed they wouldn't do that. Yeah. But even then, to me, it's like, then why why them? Let's well, see, funny, quick quick tangent. I was actually talking to Kyler about that yesterday. Really? Yeah, because um, we went to, uh, his brother was in town. You met, we yeah. went to Islands of Adventure. Mm-hmm. It was pouring rain all day. <laughs> but we were in line at Velocicoaster, mm-hmm. and we cut to, you see the the pre-show whatever and mm-hmm. he just kind of just looks at me and goes hey look it's the best star wars director <laughs> and i went you know it's funny that the two best star wars directors two of the better star wars directors are just a father and daughter and he's yeah. like ron howard directed star wars it was like yeah he did solo after they fired lord and miller yeah and he went uh i'm like the lego movie people because they were doing a, a lord and miller movie yeah and they said no and he said really you go, yeah. I'm like, that's why Taiko Waititi's Star Wars movie isn't happening. <laughs> Probably not. He was like, Taiko Waititi's making a Star Wars movie. I said, until yeah. they say creative it's differences. It's like, Kyler, do you watch the show? <laughs> until they say creative differences, yes. Yeah, we're six months from that announcement. <laughs> um, but uh, that would be my only thing is if like, because I mean, franchises have changed things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, directors, I mean, look at Thor now, going back to Taiko Waititi. You know, that each Thor movie's had a different director except for three and not four like three, three to four three and four yeah. yeah um you know captain america one and two different directors all three iron men no ever did two right mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that works but it's but, like but it's unique and different to that person it's unique and different to that person but when you have a a story that is you know those movies are set in another universe mm-hmm. or in in a giant shared universe where yeah. things are ever-changing based off the story and everything but when you have the highest grossing movie of all time mm-hmm. and that franchise it's like do you need that to be singularly that person's story which would be where my hesitancy yeah. comes in and also this is all if the movies are good yeah right and, and that but that's also you're thinking like a producer right now of yeah. like i'm sure that's those are the conversations they're having mm-hmm. and you know with the captain america example they had the same writers yeah and so while the movies felt very different and looked very different, that character felt yeah. the, like it was the same character. 
and it might have been because of the same writers. And I believe the same writers were doing all of the Avatar films. I believe. But then also the thing is, that means that James Cameron is an executive producer. James Cameron's getting paid Wh- which, on all these. But regardless, that means that man most likely, because this is his, one of his babies, his biggest baby, that man's going to be on set every day. Most Probably. Likely. He's going to be on set a good portion, and he's going to be watching everything, not a angles being changed without his mm-hmm. like yeah. approval. So it's like, why not just direct it at that point? And this is me assuming that he would be very hands-on, which I think he would be. At the same time, I'm pretty sure he lives on those sets. Yeah. Like, because when I went to Comic-Con in 2019 and I went to the Terminator Dark Fate panel, he zoomed in from the set of Avatar 3. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I don't think you've ever left. Are you trapped? Did they kidnap you, Mr. Cameron? Do you need help? Yeah. So that that would be the thing of, like, if he's going to be cut. I mean, and again, I'm just projecting onto it but if yeah. i had something this big and like it was so dear to me i would want to make sure it's perfect yeah so if, then asking me to hand it over to somebody but i also think if he if he if he picks them if he picks the person then yeah. it's it, it's you know and it, dude i hope it's someone fucking whack <laughs> like not like whack in terms of they're bad but just like you wouldn't expect it for avatar yeah like i hope he's like yep and i can't wait for these to be continued by my friend danny boyle and it's like oh <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but uh, and I Here's love James and I, I holds Avatar. 4. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I love Danny Boyle. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but yeah. What What do you guys think about um James Cameron potentially not directing Avatar four and five? Do you think Avatar four and five will even happen? Let us know as we move on to our next story. All right, Nick. Permission to treat the story as hostile, Your Honor. Yes, absolutely. It's no secret that we're not the biggest fans of Bob Chapek. Here. Paycheck, yes. Bob Paycheck, yes. I sense a clip. <laughs> I sense a clip in this future. <laughs> so before I really get into it, okay, let me do some quick background and then give some the actual story. Mm-hmm. We had been speculating that maybe Bob Chapek might be on his way out, yes. especially after he fired Peter Rice, which we made a big deal about saying like, why on earth did that happen? Mm-hmm. And you have tons of creative secretly telling outlets like, we are unhappy with this, like shit is going down. You can have Kevin Feige starting to reach out on the Marvel side, starting to reach out to bigger name directors because he knows he's not going to have the power to be as in control as he already is. Mm-hmm. And then Star Wars is a whole other thing. Well... Bob Chapek has secured a long-term contract for Disney. I believe it's three years. Let me pull up the exact quote. I'm pulling this from The Hollywood Reporter. The Walt Disney Company is sticking with Bob Chapek. The CEO, who took over from the well-liked Bob Iger just a month before the novel coronavirus pandemic disrupted the world, and of course nearly every line of Disney's business, has agreed to a new long-term contract to continue leading the entertainment giant. Disney's board of directors announced the new three-year contract extension Tuesday, saying the decision was unanimous. The new contract begins on July 1st and runs into 2025. The board had previously said that Chapek and his leadership team have the support and confidence of the board. In the wake of Chapek's decision to oust General Entertainment Chief Peter Rice and elevate Dana Walden to the top content role. Disney was dealt a tough hand by the pandemic, yet with Bob at the helm, our business from parks to streaming and not only has not only weathered the storm, but emerged in a position of strength, said Susan Arnold, the chairman of the board in a statement. In this important time of growth and transformation, the board is committed to keep Disney on the successful path it is on today. And Bob's leadership is the key to achieving the goal. Bob is the right leader at the right time for the Walt Disney Company, and the board has full confidence in him 
and his leadership team. What a load of fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes there, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, the fact that we were six months away from him being out and they hadn't And they hadn't the car, renewed it. Like, that's like, you get, you signed a one-year contract and then like a month in, they're like, hey, sign a four-year. Yeah. Like, like I don't I don't get yeah. it. And, and, and like, with him firing Peter Rice and him making all these horrible decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, look, what I will give him and what I've always said, the coronavirus shit right as being a new CEO yeah. sucks. He walked into a shitstorm. Walked right into yeah. it. We can't blame him for that, for, like, those dropping numbers mm-hmm. that, right? We can blame him for raising the the prices, not have everything. For else. changing yeah. the fucking, um, for the parks, the fucking. The past system Yeah, the structure. genie, the new yeah, thing. The like Disney plus genie, yeah. which Robin Williams didn't want anything involved with genie. Like, to be, really yeah. fucking dumb. Yeah. And here's the thing, from the movie side, he's putting people in, I say this every time, but it's, I can't emphasize to you how, like, bad this is he's implementing people in power suits who aren't creatives in charge of creatives and not listening to their process and there's literally a division that decides where content goes yeah sometimes you won't even know what you'll be making it for i mean unless it's a really really big like marvel i'm sure they can decide but like still it's just like that is scary and you know this whole breakdown in leadership and this whole thing that's going on i'm shocked that the disney board of directors has done this i'm shocked because from everything we've been hearing, they were worried. And like you said, six months out, they hadn't renewed his contract yet. Mm-hmm. That is fucking cause for concern. Yeah. And just that not happening and that continuing to be that way, to suddenly just be like, we love him and everything about him through <laughs> 2025. And it's like... Forget all the public scrutiny. Yeah. And for too. other stuff that I don't want to get into. But yeah. yeah, like, it makes no sense. So either... Yeah. Either... Something happened behind the scenes that we don't know about, a new deal or something mm-hmm. that suddenly made people very happy. Or, hey, hey, possibility, I doubt it, possibility, maybe they think, hey, this was a rough patch, let's give him another three, mm-hmm. fresh start, let's see what things he does. Are out of, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, but, but like, things are significantly better than they were. We're hopefully on the other side of it yes. at this point. Yeah. Let's see what he can do now. Mm-hmm. I'm part of that mind. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I am curious. And look, if he does something that I really, really like, and I'm like, that's a good call, I will say it on the show. There <laughs> just haven't been any yet. <laughs> yeah, I just have not too recent memory of remembered one yet. Yeah. Now... I just, I I just, that's all I can say. Mm-hmm. What, are, what, are, what are your thoughts on this whole fucking thing? No, I mean, I, I agree, mm-hmm. it, you know. I I guess let's see what he does in other three. I haven't been a fan of his work yet. Uh, as a stockholder, I'm not a fan. <laughs> that's right, I forgot. Yeah, uh, and I've seen the numbers lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to say there was a dip when they said that. He got renewed, but there was a dip. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure there was. So, you know. Yeah. That's also probably should have been, you know, red flag number one. Yeah. But it is what it is at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
We will fucking see indeed. What do you guys think about Bob Chapek, or uh, excuse me, Bob Paycheck <laughs> getting a contract extension? Let us know as we move on to our next story here. So this one is a bit interesting. Um, Warner Brothers has in, is in new leadership now. They're under Warner Brothers Discovery. Mm-hmm. David Zaslav, King. Um, king shit. King shit. Zaslav on his king shit. Yeah. And um, recently they've announced some recent changes in a shuffle in release dates, mm-hmm. which I find a little bit interesting and I wanted to bring them up. I'm pulling this from Variety, but I believe it was just announced by the studio. Um, one of the things that have been uh, pushed, delayed, but only only by about five weeks, is Dune Part 2. Uh, pulling from Variety, the journey back to the desert planet of Arrakis may take longer than expected. Dune Part 2, the second chapter in Warner Brothers and legendary sci-fi epic, has been postponed and will now open in theaters on November 17th, 2023, instead of October 20th, 2023. On its new release date, the Dune sequel is scheduled to open in theaters against Lionsgate's Hunger Games prequel, and Universal's Trolls 3. Well, Trolls 3 is going to fucking destroy. Listen, I worked at a movie theater during Trolls 2. I watched the whole movie several times during my shifts. Really? I mean, just in bits. Like, I'd yeah. be like, I'd catch the first 15 minutes, and then I'd catch, like, the mm-hmm. next, and then I'd clean, like, when the theater was empty. It was all right. Like, it was fun. I like the music. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's an animated kids movie yep it's gonna do it's gonna do great and here's the other thing i wanted to point out mm-hmm. warner brothers and legendary co-producers on dune and other blockbuster franchises have also announced that an untitled godzilla versus kong sequel will be released march 15th 2024 nice so um they've shuffled up the release dates a bit godzilla versus kong in 2024 which i believe adam Wingard is coming back for i don't know that for sure though mm-hmm. and dune part two being pushed back by five weeks not too cause for concern on Doom Part 2. That might just be a logistics issue. It might be a more Oscar campaign type deal. Or maybe just like, hey, we're looking at the VFX. Might need a couple more weeks to get this done. Yeah. You know, because I believe they're sh- if they're not shooting now, they start shooting soon. I think they start start like today. Oh, great. I think I saw some that. Or some movies starting mm-hmm. filming. Like yeah. on, I think it's Doom. Yeah. And I'm curious about Godzilla vs. Kong opening in 2024. Because that was like one of the first big hits of the pandemic. Yeah was Godzilla vs. Kong. And um, because I know Apple, on Apple Plus, instead of HBO Max for some reason, they're doing a Godzilla TV show, mm-hmm. but it's in this universe. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They sold it. I don't know. That might have been something because Legendary was pissed at Warner Brothers at the time for day and date, and that might have been it. But now they're going back to... Yeah. Oh, okay. So, in this, I just want to get your thoughts on... Um, I don't think Dune being delayed is a bad sign, but I wanted to get your opinion on it, and I want to get your opinion on a new release date for Godzilla vs. Kong. And do you think um, that putting it back in March will be a good idea like the previous one? Because mm-hmm. that, that's, what, that's what it was, right? It was March. I forgot what I just read. Yeah, March. It was yeah. a March release. Yeah, March 2024. Yeah. And um, But not only that, how do you think it might tie into this new TV show on Apple? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Can you, can you do shorter question? No, kidding. <laughs> um, I think Dune moving back five weeks is nothing. What's five weeks? It's a yeah. month. If they had said that it's being delayed to like 2025 or yeah. a year That's or six bad. months, eight months, then yeah. it's like, oh, that might be a concern thing. But what, what's a month? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Godzilla vs. I loved that movie personally. It, it, was, it was so much fun. It's fun. It, monkey fight lizard. What more do you need? Yeah. 
a sequel. That's what I need. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that stuff about that. I didn't know there was a show in development. Cool. I'm sure the studios have worked out whatever they need to work out. If they say it's set in the universe, it's set in the universe. Cool. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there opening night with a big tub of popcorn to watch the monkey fight oh, the lizard again. you bet your ass. I'm curious Absolutely. the reason why they need to fight again. thought the first one kind of wrapped that up in a pretty neat bow, but... Maybe it's a tag team against another big monster. Oh, God, I hope. Well, the way the first one ended, Kong's now ruler of the underworld thing. Maybe we're going to get an army. Maybe we're just getting army versus army. An army of Kongs? An army of Kongs and an army of lizards. Dude, I'm fucking in. (laughs) As long as we get another close-up of Godzilla smiling, I'm in. That was the best shot of the movie. It was the best shot of the movie. I loved the actual boxing, like the snap zoom. Yes, it was so great. That's a good movie. Oh, Honestly, yeah. the cinematography in those It two, was really good. Dude, they're very even, well, even Godzilla 2 yeah. had really good cinematography. They're very well-made movies. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And, okay, I don't love Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. but something that movie doesn't get credit for is how funny it is. The movie's hysterical. It's so fucking funny. That one person's death scene... Is uh, Shay Shay Wingham is so with the, funny. Uh, the grenades. Yes, it's so funny. But yeah, um, what do you guys think about this news of Warner Brothers shuffling around Dune Part Two and Godzilla versus Kong Part Two? Let us know as we move on to our next story. So, ever since Disney acquired Fox, some of the first questions being asked in terms of like the Marvel movie world, yeah, was ooh, Fantastic Four and X Men, X Men Fantastic Four. When are we gonna get you know? Yeah. And then, not too long after that, the conversation shifted to Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Like, Hugh Jackman, is probably, he's done. Mm-hmm. Who's going to play Wolverine? Like, one of the most popular comic book characters of all time. Probably the most popular X-Men. Yes. You know, people were just always asking the question, like, can you yeah. even do it without Hugh Jackman, you know? And we may have gotten a fun little update here about Wolverine. Do tell. Recently, Taron Egerton was in an interview Mm -hmm. and he claims to have met with Kevin Feige hoping for a shot to play Wolverine. I'm going to pull up the quotes. I'm pulling this from THR, but I believe they're pulling it from New York times. Okay. The actor known for his role as Eggsy in the first two Kingsman films and for playing John and rocket man spoke with the New York times to promote his Apple TV series, Blackbird in an interview published online Friday, the piece mentions that Egerton has met with Marvel Studios brass, including President Kevin Feige, and that he would like to follow Hugh Jackman's footsteps as the next Wolverine. Quoted, Egerton said, I don't think it would be wrong to say that, as he told the publication with a laugh about interest in the part. It would be, I'd be excited, but I'd be apprehensive as well because Hugh is so associated with the role, and I wonder if it'd be very difficult for someone else to do it. The actor went on to say, but hopefully, if it does come around, they'll give me a shot. What a fantastic fucking choice to play Wolverine. Are you serious? Hold on. Where's Kingsman 3? Where? Okay. First. Let's get that up. Let's get that first. I don't give two shits about him being Wolverine. Give me Kingsman 3, please. Bring back Rasputin for Kingsman 3. Bring back Rasputin somehow. Yes, just do it for no reason. Anyway, no, that's very, it's a very good choice. And not only that, but him and Hugh Jackman are friends. They starred in Eddie the Eagle together. Yeah. And I'm sure, just out of respect... Marvel has, like, went to Hugh Jackman and been like, all right, so we know you won't do it. Yeah. Any any suggestions? Mm-hmm. He's going to bring up Taron Egerton. 
and Taron Egerton smaller, so people can finally shut the fuck up about that yeah. and get their tiny Wolverine. Short king. But, yeah, it's... <laughs> but, dude, now, granted, this is not official. We're not saying this is happening. Yeah. But he is... He straight up said, nope, I've met with Kevin Feige, and we've talked about Wolverine. Yeah. Which is insane that he's just saying that. You know he probably got the shit beat out of him. He's not Wolverine, now. <laughs> He just solidified it. Probably not. Probably not. But um, what are your thoughts on this? I personally think this is a fantastic choice. He's a great actor. Yeah. I I mean, it all comes down to where they're going with the character. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you would see a carbon copy. No. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Not at all. Yeah. And personally, I've, I've never been a huge... I like some of the X-Men movies, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's never been my favorite, like, superhero franchise. Unfortunately, yes. And I know if you look in the wall behind you, you have many x-men comics so the Wolver- i have all of the x-men movie pops behind you that too so the wolverine i know is hugh jackman yes i've never really watched like the animated shows oh dude the- you gotta watch the 90s one <laughs> 97 x-men 90 or just, just the x-men yeah because they're reviving it yeah bro bro i will watch it with you every <laughs> episode so there's there's that there's that Wolverine out there there's the comic Wolverine so I don't really know Wolverine outside of mm-hmm. outside of Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman yeah so if you're saying he's a good choice for whatever interpretation they want to go with and and that's true I'm sure that's valid because listen I when I say he's a good choice I don't have a preconceived notion of the character in my head because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people they look at their favorite comics because yeah. there's thousands of comics all of which Wolverine is different yeah. and they go oh he would make make a great choice and why I always say whenever there's a casting announcement which by the way still has not happened for this I just want to clarify before the internet gets mad at me when someone is cast and people are upset about the casting mm-hmm. I always say the same exact thing you have not read the script mm-hmm. you don't know what the character is you have an idea because of the previous history and the you know just based off of how he was written in several thousand comic books yeah unless you're el muerto (laughs) but with that maybe this person who's being cast that you are saying is not good is perfect yeah in the script that they have and the story they're telling the reason i'm excited about taron egerton is because I just think he's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have a great actor playing the part, they're going to do great. I love him in Kingsman. He was fucking phenomenal in Rocket Man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Overlooked for an Oscar. And it's nomination, at least. And it's, you know, it has me excited. Because I know he's, he's a very physical guy, too. He can do the stunt. Like, you yeah. know, I want to I wanna see it happen. I would love them to go to Madripoor and fucking Taron Egerton's just sitting at a bar smoking a cigar, cursing. I would love that. So, yeah. yeah. But I understand what you're coming from, though, in that you have this one idea of Wolverine. Yeah. But I do agree that they're gonna. it's not going to be a carbon copy. It's no, going to be different. All. Yeah. I think any no actor wants to do that. Like, no actor would go... Like, if Marvel hired someone and they're like, can you be just like you, Jackman? They would go, no. Yeah. Like, it would... And Marvel wouldn't ask them to do that. But it's just like, you know... I would Not love the for them to do like uh, in the in the MCU for the X Men, like mm-hmm. go to the seven, like do a seventies X Men oh, movie. That'd be cool. Which I mean, I think that's when when do the the first few take place? They never did seventies, right? They did in Days of Future Past. He goes to seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love a movie that's just completely set in the seventies, like retro, X-Men. like X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I'd love to see like I 
when you say when you say Taron Egerton as mm-hmm. as Wolverine, mm-hmm. I don't have an idea of what the character's like personality wise, how he fits into the greater like MCU that kind of thing. But the first mental image that popped in my head of this character working as Wolverine is full Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> jeans, and a jean jacket with like you know the jean jackets that have like the white yeah like, puff uh-huh. that the claws, some long hair and mutton chops. And like those like yellow tinted like aviators. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that <laughs> there's the mental image I have. Perfect. Of Taron Egerton. Someone draw that and send it to us, please. Please do. That that is immediately so like that's where my mind goes. Mm-hmm. I don't just see because he's got a bit of a baby face, I think. He's got a very youthful look, even yeah. though he's like in his late 30s yeah. or early 30s. I don't yeah. know how old he is. But I think they did do a good job with him prosthetically and Rocket Man, like looking Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But it's like I see the – I don't see baby face, just Taron Egerton, like, what's yeah. up, guys? Time to fight with the Avengers. Yeah, you but know, but, I, but I also think that they want to emphasize, like, he doesn't age quickly mm-hmm. and he's been around for a while, and they want they probably want, like, 15 years out of this guy because Jackman played yeah. Wolverine for, like, 17 years. It would be funny, too, if it's, like, the, the – the, um, uh, the character on Umbrella Academy that's yes. stuck in the young person. Like, yes, he's actually, five. like, 90. It's yeah. old man Logan, but in, like, <laughs> that would be so Taron funny. Egerton. <laughs> that would be so funny. But, yeah, look, I I hope it goes through. Yeah. If not, whoever they cast, I'm sure I'll be a fan of. I just thought it'd be fun to bring up. What would you guys think about Taron Egerton playing Wolverine? Let us know down in the comments below. And, my guy, I believe that's all we had for today. I think so, right? Yeah. Penny, for your thoughts? I don't change on me. <sighs> that was really good. <laughs> and I'm upset. Uh, should we provide an update for next week not being here? Yes. Yes. So I will be on a family vacation, so I will not be here next Monday. Yes. Uh, I don't want to announce what I'm going to be doing just yet because there's... At some point, we're going to do an interview with an amazing independent filmmaker named Julian Morales who mm-hmm. has been interviewed on the show before. But um, if that doesn't work out for next week, I'll have just have Hannah on the show. So right, cool. it'll be e- yeah. either way. It'll work out. There I, will be I a said, show posted next Tuesday. Yes, I said I'm right. not going to say what I'm going to do, and then <laughs> presented the two options of what I'm going to do. Yeah, tune in next week to see what it is. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> but uh, but yes, um, thank you again, everyone, for watching, and we will see you next time. <laughs>